0: When you enter the gallery, probably the first thing that you'd notice is a large, what appears to be a cartoon or a drawing of a dead tree projected in one corner of the room. And it's got bells hanging from it and car lot streamers blowing. And you'll hear the wind that's blowing those elements on the tree. In the middle of the room, there's a birdhouse that looks like it's collapsing, made out of paper, and projected on that birdhouse is a little bird walking through this kind of side-scrolling house, walking through, sometimes peeping, ingesting different symbols and spitting other symbols out of its mouth. The floor is covered by what look like sections of white hardwood floor made out of paper. And on one island of hardwood paperboard, there's what looks like a half pulled apart, bird made out of paper, and occasionally that bird, the wing itself, will start flapping against the floorboards. Sound wise, it's all controlled by a computer, so it's not a steady soundtrack. It's actually created on the fly by the computer, but you've got a constant low droning sound from one side of the room the moaning of wind rising and falling in another part of the room as well as a ticking clock sound that matches the time of the little bird that's walking through the birdhouse and then you've got other sounds that appear and disappear you've got the sound of a bird calling out you've got the sound of a ringing telephone when the paper bird on the floor is flapping its wing. The bells on the tree when they ring sound a lot like a church bell in the distance. The wind and the bells I knew that I was gonna I was gonna use I wanted kind of this cold windy ambient sound throughout the gallery and I knew that I wanted the different elements of the show to communicate with each other, and the first one that I knew was I wanted some bells on this tree that would be the objects that the tree communicates through. I keep coming back to this mother and child separated motif. And so that was my initial proposal, was the idea of a mother and child calling out to each other but never never being able to see each other or be reunited. And I liked the idea of longing and longing and kind of this melancholy despair, but at the same time, this consistent hope that ran through it as well. You just never see that hope realized. So I didn't keep the mother and child, but I kept the calling and reporting aspect of different elements calling out and this hope mixed with this melancholy mood. And with this show, I actually have each of the three characters communicating in Morse code. The tree rings a bell that spells out words in Morse code. The bird in the little house, when it peeps, it's peeping things out in Morse code. The bird's sculpture on the floor, when it flaps its wing, it's actually tapping out Morse code messages. And so I kept this idea of these characters that are separated from each other, attempting to communicate, and there's a sense of hope And there's also this sense of, is anybody listening? Is anybody responding? I think generally it seems like most of the things I do, they don't start out as depressing or morbid, and they just kind of find their way there. But in general, I was hoping for a bit more of a balance with... A playful sense to it, a hopeful sense, and kind of a almost a vaudeville ridiculousness to it, which I mean you've got this little cartoon bird walking through a house and this half dismembered bird on the floor. There's something kind of ridiculous and funny about it to me anyway. I guess I just hope that people come away interested and affected by it, kind of like when you hear a good song. You don't necessarily walk away with the message from the lyrics maybe you do maybe you don't but more the idea that you were just engaged in it and it put you in a certain mood and maybe got you thinking about certain things I think that's the kind of thing I would like people to walk away with